The great thing about your book is that it is your content. You've already written it. So when people work with me, I help them extract the goodness right from the book. But if you are doing this yourself, well, great. Go through your book. Take a look. What are things that you always talk about that you could pull out of the book and start posting online and putting in your emails to get people to really hear what you're saying and so you can you can help them that was melanie hershorn melanie is so cool in the sense that she knows exactly what she does under the marketing umbrella and it's funny because i have so many people who i talk to specifically in my media mentoring program that are like oh, I want to do PR and I want to get exposure, but I have to do this stuff first. I have to make sure I have a good foundation, Um, which one is not a legitimate excuse. Um, However, if you want to use it as an excuse, (laughs) that foundation is something that Melanie helps people with. She helps get their content all buttoned up. So if you pitch me to be a guest on my podcast because you want to promote your book, And I say, oh, let me check you out. And I check out your social media and I check out your website. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this person looks legit. That's because Melanie has helped that person look legit. That is what she does. And if you are an author, if you are a wannabe author, if you're even thinking about writing a book or becoming a speaker or an expert thought leader in any way, shape or form, you're going to take a lot out of this episode with Melanie Hershorn from VIP Digital Content. And if you have not already, please make sure you tap that subscribe button and leave me a positive rating or a review if you like this podcast. And I say that because Apple just makes it difficult for people to find podcasts. Their search engine is not amazing. So the only way I know that you're liking what you're listening to and the only way for other people to actually find this podcast in the app is for you to tell them, for you to tap that subscribe button and leave a positive rating or review. So if you have not done that already, I would be very grateful to you if you would do that. And if you have not yet joined Pitch Publicity Profit, please visit pitchpublicityprofit.com. It is a three-day boot camp, and I just started doing this in August of this year, and it has been amazing. I have had so much fun. The small business owners who join me in this three-day boot camp are having a blast, and I would love to have you there. I plan on doing it every few months, so if we are not in enrollment, you will see when you visit pitchpublicityprofit.com, and you can just sign up to join the waitlist, and I will let you know when the next one is happening. One other thing I want to share with you because we do talk about lead magnets in this episode, Melanie will share hers. It's the ultimate book marketing checklist. And I also want to share mine at 16places.com. So what do you get at 16places.com? You get 16 places to pitch yourself to be a contributor. And these 16 places are accepting experts like you. You will get the right contact information of the person to pitch, and you will get article ideas that they are looking for. These are all high quality outlets. They're not the ones that will just take any old Tom, Dick, or Harry where you sign up on their website. So just visit 16places.com to get that free download of the 16 places to pitch to be a contributor with contact information and story ideas. Okay, enough about that. Let's get to Melanie. wonder how some people seem to get all the media coverage, but you don't? Go behind the scenes with a TV reporter, national on-air host, 
a news contributor who's interviewed celebrities, took you inside the Versace mansion, and even stood on a chair to interview basketball legend Alonzo Mourning. Get ready, because Become a Media Maven is the podcast where Christina Nicholson is sharing secrets from her years in front of the camera, in the editing booth, and now behind the podcast mic. Melanie, welcome to Become a Media Maven. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm happy to have you because I have a lot of authors and wannabe authors who listen, and I've done a lot about writing books and publicizing books and all of the things. And you like to say you are between the two when it comes to the book writing, the publicity. So what exactly does that mean? I know it sounds a little confusing, right? Um, (laughs) Well, the best, the best way I say is I bridge the gap between. So um, a good example would be, um, I just finished working with a client who has written this amazing children's book, and it's going to be a series. And She said, you know, I really need some PR. I said, yes, you do. (laughs) It is time. And when she met with a publicist, they said, wow, you are the most prepared client we've ever had. And what it is, is I'm helping authors create their online presence. So really establishing yourself as a thought leader or an expert or a subject matter expert, whatever, whatever you want to call it online so that when you as the PR expert get somebody on the Today Show, all the Today Show viewers don't go to that person's website or their Instagram and see, you know, last night's dinner pictures and go, who is this? What? And then forget. I love it. So do you do this by helping them create content based on their book? Well, yes, that's part of it for sure. (laughs) I love that. That's so fun. I love creating content. I think that's so fun. How do people do that? Like, do you do this just for nonfiction authors? Do you do this for fiction authors? How do you create content based on your book? I feel like it's easier for nonfiction, just like publicity is easier for nonfiction writers. It is. Exactly. It is. It's easier for nonfiction. And so I'm the strategist. So people bring me on as their support, their advocate, their guide. And together, you know, I'll go, I'll read the book and pull out everything that I think is worthy of, of talking about. And that could be a hundred content prompts. And usually it is actually. And so we are working together to find the most important talking points that they can have that they can just keep talking about over and over and over again so that people get to know them, their audience, their ideal reader really gets to know them and what they're about. Cause it isn't just like, Hey, I have a book, you know, it's gotta be so much more. It's like, what's your mission? What's your vision? Why should people get enrolled in your vision and mission? And why should they be part of your ecosystem? So Do you find that that's a big mistake that people make over and over again is, Hey, look, I got a book. Yeah. And you know, then I have a client, I'll be, I had a client who said my best LinkedIn post ever was the one where it's a picture of me and my book. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's great. I'm so glad all the people you already know liked your picture, (laughs) but it's, it's beyond the people, you know, it's who you want to attract. And, you know, you, you're not going to attract your ideal reader. If you're just posting photos of yourself and your book, you want to post what's inside, right? It's what's inside that counts. I have a song going through my head from when I was a kid. 
That's all that really matters. It's what's inside that counts. That's all you really are. I love that. I tell people that when they pitch podcasts too, because I have a lot of authors pitch to be a guest on my podcast. And it's always about the book and promoting the book and the book's out this time and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, but like, can you give me talking points of what's inside the book? So when people listen to my podcast, they can actually walk away and do something like they've actually learned something instead of that, you have a freaking book. So I love that. Like, and I, I understand, listen, we know you want to sell books. We get that's the goal. And trust me, you will by default as a side effect of creating this content, you will sell books by default. And something else that you work with people on, it's not just creating the content to get those new people in, but you want to get them in on your email list and building an email list. Obviously we hear about this over and over again in the last episode with Brianna Beatty. We talked about how you can do this to build a website to eventually sell it. But for this purpose, it's to contact those readers and get them to buy the book. So how do you do this for authors? Well, let me even say it goes further than just buying the book. I mean, a lot of nonfiction authors, they've written a book and they want to leverage that book to grow their, fill their you know, programs or to speak on stages to get that even bigger, you know, amplification of their authority. And so- I think even just thinking, oh, I just want to sell books, that's too narrow. You have to think big. So what we do when we work with clients is help them create a lead magnet that is really going to speak to their ideal reader. And one of the biggest mistakes that authors are making, and it's not their fault, it's often that publishers are telling them to do this, but this is not what you should do. Create a lead magnet that is actually the step before your book. Don't send out the first chapter of your book. People are not excited about the first chapter of your book. If they don't know you, why would they bother downloading it and then paying more to read extra? One time a woman said to me, well, I included the table of contents too. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you, lady. (laughs) Pretty much. No, thanks. So that is a, that's a mistake. And you can rectify that by listening to this podcast right now and knowing that you have the power to create an incredible lead magnet. That's going to be the step before your book. So an example I like to give is if you are a life coach and you've written a book about, you know, work-life balance. Yeah, right. If that exists and, um, your step before, so your lead magnet could be attracting a cold audience to, you know, five steps to have a great, effective morning routine, for example. So you would have that as a lead magnet, and then you follow it up with those fantastic emails, and then you offer for people to buy your book because they'll go, oh, well, she was so great at giving me that morning routine, and they got a quick win from it, so they know that you know what you're talking about. And then they go, oh, and she has a whole book on work-life balance. Well, I got to get that. It's only $17.99. So the thing about a book is it's not a high-ticket item, uh, but people are not going to invest in it if they don't know who you are and you're, they, you know, a friend didn't recommend you, for example. They need to really get to know you first. And what are some of these places you're putting this lead magnet, obviously in the content you create, but how are you getting this lead magnet out there to get people to sign up to join your email list? 
I mean, everywhere you go, you offer it. Anytime you speak in a summit, you offer a free gift. Anytime you come on a podcast, you offer a free gift. Oh, I could do that for your listeners right now, actually, Christina. If you want, I can offer my free gift. (laughs) There is your free gift. Let's see it in action. (laughs) So my free gift for you all listening is your ultimate book marketing checklist. And that really takes you through the things that you need to know about marketing your book. And there's also some worksheets in there about how to craft the ideal lead magnet for your book. I love it. Where can people get that? You can grab that at vipdigital.live slash checklist. And I will put that in the show notes for everybody. And that is how you do it, people. That is how you build your email list. Exactly. And when you download that freebie, you will be, you know, it will trigger that you will be part of my welcome sequence. So you're going to learn more about me. You're going to learn about what I do. And I'm going to give you value because my goal isn't to be like, oh, hey, you're on my list. Buy this now. It's for you to get to know me, to know, like, and trust. That know, like, and trust factor is so important considering how much noise we hear online every single day. You can cut through the noise and be authentic. You are going to be a step ahead. And when should people start doing this? In my experience now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was just going to say in my experience, they wait too long. They wait until you can actually buy the book, but by then it's too late. Well, I don't want to say it's too late because your book doesn't fall off a cliff. So it still exists (laughs) and you can still promote it. But the sooner the better, because so often, you know, people who have written a book and they don't get the, you know, arbitrary number of book sales that they've set out for themselves and they just give up and they let that book sit on a shelf collecting dust just as a reminder of something that didn't work. So I have to say you can resurrect that. You do not have to put it on a shelf. So start now. <laughs> Whatever, I love that. Wherever you're at, do it now. There are so many books that have been published and they don't hit the bestsellers list or get super popular until months or even years later. That's true. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a best on a bestsellers list to be a great book. That's going to help your ideal reader. I love that. So how do you suggest people? Cause creating content is like a whole thing. I recently had Jessica Lawlor on and she's a content manager and she helps people create their, their content creation strategy. What do you suggest for people? Like you're busy, you have to do all the things already. So how do you find time to create content? And then how should you do it? Do you time block? Do you only focus on certain channels? Like, do you have some best practices that could help people listening? Absolutely. So I like to say, pick one social media platform and get really good at it. And, you know, a caveat to that is TikTok is, is growing in popularity. But that said, it doesn't mean that your ideal reader is necessarily on TikTok. But if you are going to say, okay, I'm going all out on Instagram, then you're probably doing reels. And so uploading what you're already doing on Instagram to TikTok shouldn't be too much extra work. So that was my caveat. But get really good at your social, one social media platform and really just use all the elements that it, that it contains. And 
you know, the great thing about your book is that it is your content. You've already written it. So when people work with me, I help them extract the goodness right from the book. But if you are doing this yourself, well, great. Go through your book. Take a look. What are things that you always talk about that you could pull out of the book and start posting online and putting in your emails to get people to really hear what you're saying. And so you can, you can help them in your way. How long have you been doing this and how did you get into it? This is a long story. Um, (laughs) So so, uh, marketing in one form or another, since I, well, I guess out of the womb. Um, But so I started um, as a PR specialist in Hollywood and I walked so many red carpets with clients. Stop. Okay. Share a story. Just like pick one and share one. Oh my God. Okay. Embarrassing stories. Sure. Whatever. I'm all about embarrassing stories. Okay. So there was this actress, her name, she was lovely. Um, she was, I can't remember. Okay. So this was a really long time ago. I remember her name was Laura Elena Herring and she was, uh, the story isn't really about her at all. Um, but I was with her at the bat at the, we were at the Jimmy Kimmel show and she was going to be on that day. And she had requested that they bring in champagne into the green room. She's probably nervous. I would imagine I would be nervous if I was about to go on Jimmy Kimmel. And so for some reason, it was my job to open the champagne bottle. So I start opening up the untwisting the wire and the cork pops out into my eye. (laughs) Okay. So I end up having to get the medic at Jimmy Kimmel to take a look at me. I ended up having bleeding behind my eye. No. Yeah. Um, So that was super embarrassing. But other than that, I mean, I think she did great on the show. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Okay. I'm looking her up. She was (laughs) in this movie called The Forbidden Dance. Yes. And Mulholland Drive. Was she in that too, maybe? Is she the main character in The Forbidden Dance? Is that her? I don't. You know what? I do not know. I'll have to look that up. I think she is. I mean, she's gorgeous and she was very talented. And and like I said, that story really was about the champagne bottle opening when it shouldn't have. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, that's a good story. Um, and then um, what ended my PR career was a famous redheaded comedian who told me off on my birthday twice. Why? Um, well, because I had set up a whole bunch of radio interviews for her when her assistant said I should. And apparently the assistant was off by a day. And instead of saying, oh, my assistant messed up, she said, well, you messed up. (laughs) And so I said, all right, you want to talk to my boss? And she's like, yes, I do. And I was like, all right. And and it was at that moment that I said, all right, this is it. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. And I really had wanted to go into journalism. And so I did. I went and I got a master's in journalism at uh, the University of Southern California about a year later. Wow. Okay. And then you, do you love books and that's how you got into book marketing? Well, it's actually even more convoluted than that. Um, I was working as a journalist. I got laid off when I was pregnant and thought, all right, what can I do now? I'm going to design and manufacture breastfeeding clothing. 
So I did that for about seven years, sold my clothes on Nordstrom.com and on Amazon. No way. Boutiques. <laughs> and then here's the kicker. Okay. So then I hired a social media manager to help me really like I want to go at the next level. Well, what ended up happening was she was very toxic and she took $25,000 of my money and <sighs> I had, I, I left with very, uh, some I left with some Instagram followers who were never buying my stuff and uh, the self-esteem of a thimble. So um, after that, I closed up shop and thought, all right, well, what can I do now? And that, Christina, that is when I got into marketing full time. I realized that I could support people who didn't know how to market themselves I could be supportive and and advocate for them and show them that this is not rocket science and that you can learn to do it yourself. And sometimes all it takes is having a partner. And then authors started coming to me and I thought, oh, this is perfect. Books, I always wanted to be an author. I, I love reading books. I love learning. Learning is my favorite. So it just worked out. And yes, that was the longest answer to your short question. Oh my gosh, but it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Um, I feel like I should have you on again to talk about how you created clothing and sold it on Nordstrom's website. Yes, that is a whole other story. <laughs> that's wild. Okay. So then how did you start? Because that's like totally like not a linear path. So how do you even start getting clients when you totally change careers like that? Well, I guess it's the same way you make friends every time you move to a new city. You figure out where the people are that are your people mm -hmm. and you just start showing up. And I had to, I I moved from Canada, I moved, lived in LA, I then I moved to Hershey, Pennsylvania, and now I'm in Phoenix, Arizona and I make friends where I go, same kind of thing. So I figured what I was doing, I joined a women's group and I started just Googling, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? Where do you go from here? And so when, and when I really niched down into working with, with only authors, that was a little bit scary because putting your stake in the ground and saying, I'm not going to help everybody. I'm only helping one kind of person. Um, it's a little bit nerve wracking, but I, I announced it online and I have been consistent with my content for years and people come to me, oh, you do book marketing, right? And that's when you know it's working is when you're, you know, my boyfriend from sixth grade uh, sent me a message on LinkedIn that he's made a sales call for his mother because she wrote a book. That's <laughs> when you know that it's working. <laughs> so what kind of authors do you work with? And I mean, budget wise, because you mentioned you help them with their strategy and if they're not executing their strategy on their own, then they have to pay somebody else to create the content, to post the content and all of the stuff. So this isn't, I mean, I don't want to say it's expensive, but this is either going to cost you time or money. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I have two ways that I work with people. So there is one-on-one -on -one, and there's also a program that is standalone, go at your own pace. And that is a definitely budget-friendly option because then you have modules that you follow and templates and resources and you 
go at the pace that works for you. I also have accountability emails with more information because I think accountability is so vital when it comes to your marketing because it's so easy to get sidetracked and go, oh, I didn't post today, so I'm just not going to do it ever again. Yeah. (laughs) I do the same thing. I mean, like I have my agency where we handle everything for you. Don't have the budget for that. Fine. Here's the program. Like I'll, I'll be your, your sidekick, your accountability. I will be that person right there going along with you as you execute. So I think that's genius. So it's either one or the other people you got to spend time or you got to spend money. I mean, that's just, that's just the nature of business and how you grow a business. This has been amazing. Melanie, is there anything else you want to add that I should have asked? Oh, I love that journalistic question. Um, <laughs> Always ending with that question. Yeah, we we were taught to do that in school. Um, so I think that, you know, if people are wondering, well, how, how you know, do Christina and Melanie, do, do their, does their work go together? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And the order can be, I, I think marketing should always come at least at the same time as PR. Because I think that if you don't have the marketing piece in there, that makes your job harder Mm -hmm. because you're trying to get excitement. And then when the lurkers lurk, they're not finding what they want. So the answer is, if the answer, the question is, which is more important? The answer is both. (laughs) Yeah. And it's very, it's like, it's, it's such a good foundation. And I always tell people, people can't do business with you if they don't know about you. And what we do is we get you known. Like everybody always says, I hate it when people put marketing and sales together because I'm like, they're two totally different things. Like I'm not your sales team. It's, it's marketing. Like I get, you known. we lead the horse to water. You or your sales team make the horse drink the water. That's exactly right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Melanie, this has been amazing. I'm going to link to vipdigital.live slash checklist. So you can get that ultimate book marketing checklist. You can also follow Melanie on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. All of her information is in the show notes for this episode. Thank you, Melanie. You helped a lot of authors and wannabe authors out today. Yay, that's my mission. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can get Melanie's ultimate book marketing checklist at vipdigital.live slash checklist. You can get all of that information, her social media handles, and everything else we talked about in the show notes for this podcast episode. Just visit becomeamediamaven.com. Any questions? comments, concerns, ideas for a future episode, then reach out to me on social media. I am at Christina all day. And thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you or you will hear me next week on another episode of Become a Media Maven.